Welcome, guys, to the World XP Podcast. This is episode number 18. We've got Moses, Greeny, Kevin, and the ambassador for those three, Omar, on the line. Uh, it's a pleasure to have you all on. Moses and Kevin been with the first team for DC United for the last, what, six, eight months or so. Uh, Greeny, you've been with Loudon and Omar. Yeah. You know all these guys from coaching them growing up and, and, all, and all sorts. So, uh, why don't we go around the horn and, and you guys can introduce yourselves a little bit and kind of talk about your first year as a pro and, and kind of how you guys adjusted to being a pro versus at the academy and kind of what some of the differences were. So, Moses, we can start with you. Man, there's a lot in that question. <laughs> Hi, um, my name is Moses Nyman. Um, I live in... Riverdale, Maryland, and my first year as a pro was, it was challenging because of the year itself, being a COVID, COVID year, and um, just the fact that it was during uh, the COVID season, that's one of the challenge, and the other thing was the fact that um, I was such a young player getting into uh, getting into professional life. That was just another challenge of its own. And I had to adjust outside of soccer as well, as well as on the field. And um, the guys on the field made it a lot better. They made the transition pretty good, pretty smooth. And one of the best thing was I wasn't transitioning alone because there were also players my age, like Kevin and uh, Griffin. So it was a lot easier than than most people would think or than I thought it would be. So um, thanks to the, the teammates I had overall and my family, mostly my mom, she's always like talking me through it. Even awesome. Omar. So even Omar. It was pretty good. Kevin, how about you? Yeah. Yeah. Kevin Predis. I'm 17 from South Ryan, Virginia. And my first year was, like Moses said, it was challenging. It was something, something new, something different that I wasn't really um, adapted to or used to. But um, I had really good people around me that I surrounded myself with that, you know, got me through the year, um, pushed me in ways that I've never been pushed before. But that, that gave me a lot of success uh, throughout the season. And I was lucky enough to, you know, get some playing time. And that made me a better person. That made me a better player. And, yeah, first year was something that, that I'm always going to, you know, keep with me um, throughout my uh, career as a soccer player, but also as a person. For sure. Greeny? Uh, Jacob Green. Um, most people call me Greeny. I'm from uh, Crofton, Maryland, 17 years old. And... My first full season with Loudon was pretty easy because our coach was a coach for academy, so my transition was pretty smooth, and it helped me a lot. And then I also had players my age on the team, so it was very smooth. It was easy. Good to hear. So all three of you played for, for Loudon, right? Yeah. So what for Moses and, and Kevin, what was the jump like going from academy to Loudon and then to to the first team, especially from Loudon to the first team? Did you guys notice a big difference between how the guys handled themselves, um, like how they train, or was it just like 
just a half notch above Loudon or was like, did you guys notice that or, or was it just the natural progression for you guys to move up? I would say as some aspect of it, it was natural. Mm -hmm. And some of it was, was a bit different. You could see the difference between, um, a professional player at DC and a professional player at Louding. So those guys at DC, they um, they have been doing it for quite a while, so they have more experience. Louding just recently started, so mm -hmm. there were going to be some guys who were um, just now starting their first career. So they they obviously have something to learn. And um, at DC. Most of them are veterans, so they know how to go about their daily activities and how they take care of themselves, how they go about being a profession overall. But um, when it comes to the football, um, the transition wasn't too hard. Just physically it was, mm -hmm. but it's all the same thing we have learned from the academy to Loudoun, then to first team. So it was, it was a pretty smooth transition. That's Kevin, that's all I got. Yeah. Kevin, do you agree with that? Yeah, my my experience was a little different. I would say mine was um, going through academy to the first team. I wouldn't mm -hmm. say much with Loudon, mm -hmm. but uh, yeah, for my jump, I think from player being player at the academy and playing against other academy teams uh, to the first team was, I think, for myself, a big jump. Um, you can just tell. You know, these are not kids anymore. And, uh, yeah, we have players from all over the country, all over the world. So mm -hmm. uh, we get different types of playing styles where I had to adapt to, I had to learn from, and it made me a good, uh, better player. Did you guys have – Greeny, you, you are included in this question as well. Did you guys have a, like, a welcome to professional soccer moment, like, oh, crap, I'm here now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. you can go first. You might be on mute. Kevin, go ahead. Uh, I would say in preseason of this year, uh, we played against Nashville, a new in, in the MLS. And um, I was going against one of uh, MLS legend, uh, a U.S. former uh, team player. Dax McCarthy and mm -hmm. I was going to him in the midfield and um, I realized this isn't this isn't like a walk in the park anymore. I can just dribble out players and um, just easily go through everyone. And you know, he 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 put me in my place a little bit that game, but I learned a lot and um, how to adapt to you know the league now. Definitely, Moses. Um, mine was. Actually, at Louding, um, it was one of my first starts at Louding, and we played against uh, against Louisville at their home, and I felt like I was swimming in an ocean, like, and I don't even know how to swim, so like, that's what it was like for me. I didn't know what was going on. Everyone was just so much faster, and the speed of play, I just couldn't keep up. Mm -hmm. And I, I was so tired within like 15, 20 minutes. That's when I was like, this really is something different from what I used to. 
Greeny. Oh, you can hear me now? Or? Yeah, yeah, you did. All right. Yeah, um, mine's the same as Moses. Uh, it was uh, my first start for Loudon, and it was when we played Louisville at home, and uh, it's the same thing as Moses. I was tired within, like, the first 10 minutes just because of the speed of everyone, the speed of playing stuff, so that was mine. Did you guys know in those first couple moments, like, hey, this is really hard, but I know I can do it in me, or did you have some sort of, like, oh, crap, this might be too much? Or were you all confident that you could that you could continue it to develop and and keep going? Um, for for me, it was an eye opener because um, that bad game really, you know, set the tone for me for the rest of the season. And that was my my I guess my marker for how I was going to start the season and um, just to see how much I need to you know improve on to to be the player I want to be. And um, yeah, that game just gave me a lot of, a lot of ideas and a lot of like motivation going forward and see what, you know, the things I need to improve on, uh, what I was good at, and but I knew with my mentality I would get through it and become, learn from it and become a better player from it. Um, Moses. Um. I don't, I don't remember having any, any doubt at all, but when there was any challenges, I would just try to, um, try to learn from it, but I don't really have any doubt, or I didn't have any doubt that one day I, this was probably too much, no, just, I just had the confidence in myself and the people I'm with that I was at the right place at the right time. Greeny? Yeah, I'll say the same. I didn't really have doubt. It was just pretty eye-opening. Like, I need to, like, work on my body, get stronger, faster, mm -hmm. just to keep up. But technically, uh, I felt like I was, I was fine. Yeah. Omar, what's it like for you coaching these guys and knowing I – th I think you've known Moses for quite some time and the other two as well. What's it been like for you to, to see these guys grow up and finally make the jump into, into the professional world and into the first team? What's it been like for you to see their development? You know, yeah, I don't, I don't really mean this in any negative way, but I haven't watched this much MLS in my entire life <laughs> until these guys started to play. And then to be able to just watch them and say, okay, call up Kev and say, this is what we need to work on. This is what we need to do. And do you remember in the 78th minute you were presented with this scenario and this situation and this is what we got to do to make the most out of it same thing with Ke uh same thing with Mo um and same thing with Greeny like literally uh where I used to live and where Moses lived was walking distance to each other and that's that's how close Greeny and I live now mm -hmm. and it's on the other side of town but just to you know what I'm saying? Watch them go through off season. Watch them go through the COVID period. Um, it just—it's a joy to watch because you're literally watching these guys do some of the things that they've always been doing, but some of the things that they've started to pay attention to detail and start working on in the off season or during the the, the MLS shutdown. And then when the games are happening. Um, sometimes I might literally be on my phone driving. I would go to the DC United website and pull the game up just to listen to it on the Bluetooth. So 
Um, they got a long career ahead of them. One thing I always remind them is just keep working, you know, keep working. You're presented with one in a million opportunity that many teenagers, when I go to local parks or I go to uh, local soccer fields and local games, I, I lie to you not, the questions that come up, it's insane to me. It's like, oh, can you train me to be the next Kevin or the next Moses? And I'm looking at them like, bro, I, I've never given them guys any Michael Jordan water, you know what I'm saying? I've never give those guys something and they just ran away. Those guys had it in them. Like, it was meant for them to be pros, but they never just relied on that one good game. They'll have a good game and then they'll go back out and work again and work again and work again and get ready for the next one. And well, one one kid one time, he was like, this this was my highlight. He was like, oh my God, can I take a picture with you? And I'm like, what? For what? Me? He was like, yeah, can I take a picture with you? You made Moses. I'm like, nah, I didn't make Moses. I saw Moses play. And then I went back to another game and saw him play. I didn't believe the first two games, so I went back to the third game to watch him play. And then that's when I realized, who's this kid's parent? You know, who's this kid's parent? And then when I met mom, I'm like, I hope you know what you have. You know, I've been around kids for a long time, about 12 years. I hope you know what you have. And then that's when I explained to her, if you do X, Y, and Z right right now, the son's going to be on TV. Uh, got to train with Greeny the first time last summer. And I lied to you not, within, say, this upcoming season, he'll be playing first team. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, got to play a scrimmage game with Kev, and I'm like, I can't be chasing this kid around this whole time. <laughs> you guys remember, I don't know, hey, Greeny, I don't know if they remember, but we won that game. <laughs> oh yeah, we did. Yeah, no, uh, no, we're not, we're we, did. we did. You were, we, you were on Kevin's team. You weren't on. It was we did. And fish. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We did. How you win that game? I carried at the end. <laughs> well, we blew you guys out the water. We had the Japanese kid. We had oh. David. What? So just being around them and to see like. Yeah, they're 17 and, and, and 16, but, but they're grown men, the way they handle themselves, the way they carry themselves, the way they talk. Um, you see them at the gym sometimes as well. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you know, the respect level. Uh, and that's just what makes the relationship so beautiful because the last thing I ever say to them anytime we're leaving each other is, let me know if you need anything. Mm-hmm. You know, and you always leave it at that. So it's a blessing. For sure, for sure. What is so you mentioned they carry themselves like like grown men. So what is a daily? What is a sort of a normal day for you guys during during the season? Um, like you got training session and gym session or meetings or kind of like what do you? What's a typical day for you guys like? Kevin, we can start with you. Um. My typical day is waking up around, so if we have like an 8 a.m. report time, I usually wake around 6, I'll drive myself up to D.C., 
um, get there, get changed. And then we have a meeting around like 8.30 as a team. And then after that we train, we work out, and then I you know, see what I can do extra after training. Mm-hmm. And then maybe a video session with the coaches. You know, we eat over there. And then more, normally I go to PR right after um, training. Um, just to see the guys, see how they're doing. If I need anything, I know they would help me with anything. And then, you know, get back home, do some homework, go with the family. That's pretty much my day. Are you still in? Are you guys still in high school? Yes. Yeah. So, how? I guess Moses, what's a typical day like for you? And then also, how do you guys balance out um, being in? high school will also you have trainings and meetings and all this other stuff that that you have commitments for is it has it been tough to kind of balance that for you guys or you guys been able to handle it pretty well you think based on the season this year it's pretty difficult because our games are are jammed into probably three months and we play maybe we average two games per week Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a lot of things that you got to do uh, on the field about soccer and even off the field about soccer before coming coming to school or coming to do schoolwork. And um, for me, my daily activity is similar to Kevin, except if we're going to um, PR, I'm going behind him. <laughs> and then I have to come all the way back over here by the time I get back home to Maryland, like, four o'clock mm-hmm. and then um the rest is just maybe doing schoolwork and um trying to get ready for the next day but it's very similar to Kevin's. Green is it kind of the same for you has has your guys' school been pretty flexible with with you guys when when you have games or trips that you guys are going on and same with the the club have, have both parties been kind of flexible as far as how you guys handle that yeah, for sure. Uh, what's it called? K-12, the school we do, it's not like – they don't have, like – they have deadlines when you have to get your work in. But, like, if you miss a day, you can always come back the next day and then do that work on top of other work. So it's not like you got to get stuff in every single day. Mm-hmm. You can like, kind of space it out. So. Good. Is a typical day for you similar to the other two, Greeny? Yeah, it's pretty much the same. When I was with Loudon, I just wake up around, like, like 6 – Drive over there, training, lift. Uh, they they feed us over there too, and then come back do schoolwork, and then video game and just chill. Mm-hmm. What is uh, when you guys go into meetings? I hear I had a professional rugby player on a, a little while ago, and with you guys, obviously, I know everybody's like, oh, we have meetings. What do you guys do in those meetings? Are they film sessions? Are they tactics meetings? Are they kind of what? And obviously, you guys don't have to spill. <laughs> spill the tea uh, about the, the stuff that stays behind closed doors, but generally what's sort of a, what's a typical sort of meeting for you guys? Mm. Um, you got it, Kevin? Uh, yeah. Uh, it's just um, normally how we want to, you know, play against a team or like, things that uh, we couldn't improve on in the game that we just played. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much our meetings. Scouting sessions and stuff like that. 
how in how in depth do you guys go on on the opposing yeah. teams? Like down to like weak foot, strong foot. Do you guys go into tendencies? I know some, a couple of my friends play basketball, and they'll go into like if this guy takes two dribbles left, he's gonna pull up at the elbow, and if he takes a third dribble, then he's going all the way to the rim, and like all they get into that level of detail. Do you guys get into similar level of, of detail when you go when you when you do those meetings, or or not so much, or is it more just general tendencies? Well, yes, I think um, for sure we definitely get into this kind uh, of details, especially with uh, with their key players and um, mm -hmm. players that they they use to build their games and players that their game revolves around. We definitely go into more details with them. Is it weird for you guys when you guys are like um, in a scouting session or whatever, and and they're talking about? I don't know if you guys are playing like Galaxy or whatever and they talk about Chicharito or LAFC and they talk about Vela guys that you've seen on TV before. Is it weird to kind of be like, hey, you're marking this guy? Or just to like, is it was that an adjustment for you guys or was it weird at all? It's a weird. <laughs> but for me, it can be pretty nerve wracking because like just – the way they talk about them and you know their qualities and knowing yourself, you're, you're the one who's like responsible for them. I mean, the whole team is, but individually, you know, you're responsible for a certain player mm -hmm. and you know who they are and what they can do. It, it can be, um, it can be pretty tasking for a 17, 17 year old. Mm -hmm. Kevin, how is the same kind of with you? I think it's, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, it's kind of the same thing. It's like, you know, you. I used to watch a lot of DC last year, and I would see these these really big name players going against DC, and and I remember telling myself that I was like, wow, I I really want to play against these players to you know, to show like my abilities and show who I am. But once you step on the field and you're right next to them, it's a whole different story. Um, it is nerve wracking, but uh once the game gets settled, once the game gets going, I feel myself and I feel, you know, basically at home and, and I, I kind of forget who I'm playing against and just play the game. Mm -hmm. what, can you guys describe sort of the first moment that you guys got on the field? I remember seeing the video of your first start, Kevin, uh, when you ran on the field, you had like this nervous excitement energy. Can you guys get, sort of describe the, the feelings uh, that you got the first time you stepped on on that field during during a game. Kevin, you can start. Uh, um, yeah, that my first start was uh, a dream come true. You know, I've been I've been waiting for this moment for all my life. I've been working, you know, so many years. It was just not myself working. It was my family working. It was my friends working for this moment as well. So. You know, to step on that field, get that first start, you know, get those those nervous shakes out was a blessing for myself and for my family. It was, you know, something that um, I always look back on and, and uh, just to see all the sacrifices I had to make and my family had to make for, you know, that very specific moment was, you know, a dream come true. Greeny? Yeah, I would say the same. I stepped on the field, kind of felt it was weird, kind of felt surreal at first. But uh, after the whistle blew, it uh, kind of just went away, the nervousness. So, yeah, it felt surreal at first. Moses? 
for me, it was, uh, it wasn't too nervous. I wasn't too nervous when, um, when I came in for my first game and the game wasn't a pretty game for us. We're losing and all I had to do was just work. So and too much pressure, but overall just stepping in the field for me was, uh, was a blessing. That's awesome. It's good to hear. If you guys, um, um, was it having like the three of you, or well, I guess for Moses and Kevin, the two of you around, did that make it easier for, for you guys to kind of bounce ideas off each other? Say like, Hey, I felt this way when we played in this game and, and I felt this way in my first time on the field. Like, was it, was it helpful? And did the older guys, the veterans kind of help you along before your first starts or appearances? Yeah. Um, I would say the older guys got me, got my head right. And, uh, just by telling me, it's like, play your game, play how you usually play, but be cautious of how you play the game, um, which is a really smart idea because uh, it's not academy days anymore where, you know, I'll take on, like, a couple players and, you know, do a fancy move or anything. Like, you can't, you know, do that as much, you know, with the older players and with Moses. Um, we fight all the time all the time about you know any idea anything on the field anything off the field so um I, I didn't just learn from the older players I learned a lot from Moses um even though we're the same age and uh, that that guy had a lot of ideas as well mm -hmm. so I learned a lot from him I learned a lot from Griffin so all these people around me I learned off from and it just made me a better player and you know got me that much more comfortable on the field when you know we had these conversations before or after and it just made, like, the gameplay much more easier. Definitely. Brina, I know for Loudon's relatively new, and there probably aren't – there's not as many veterans for them, but were the ones who were the ones who were there, did they help you along, or, or did you have your kind of your teammates that you came to the academy with that you leaned on more, or was it kind of a mix of the two? Uh, it was a mix of the, t mix of the two. Um, I had, like, players that I played with since U12 on there, so I learned from them. But the main guy was uh, Peebo. He, he's a pretty USL veteran. Mm -hmm. Kind of took me under his wing because he's an outside back as well. So I would, I would kind of, he plays the same position as me, like same side as well. So uh, he took me under his wing, taught me like a lot, like on and off the field. So mm -hmm. he me Moses? Um, just like Kevin said, um, we talk about the games every day. Every time we go to training, we talk about training, we talk about everything else. Even with graining as well, we talk about since he started training with us, even when we were in the academy, we would talk about um, everything soccer-based. Like um, Kevin just mentioned that we we even uh, go as far as arguing about it. And it's, it's just, he said it perfectly, uh, iron sharpens iron. Like whatever he, he throws at me, I throw it back. And we just like feed off of each other's information, even with Griff as well. We just like learn from each other the best way it's possible. So that's what we do. Definitely. It seems like seems like you guys have some bright futures ahead of you and you know the Zoom call time limit is gonna come to an end here shortly. But before we end, do you guys have sort of one piece of advice that you would give uh guys that like younger guys like ten, eleven, twelve that, that are that wanna go pro or wanna try to do that anyways. Do you guys have a piece of advice that has served you well through through your first season? 
For me, yeah. go ahead, Mo. For me, it would be um, just stay positive and be around good people. Like the more good people you stay with, the better you're gonna be on the field, off the field. That's just it for me. For sure, Greeny. Um, I would say make sacrifices and have a ton of vision. Like, just got to be focused ahead. Like, maybe if you don't want to go to a party or something, just go to the field and train. Like, all is going to pay off when, when it's the time comes. So, just got to sacrifice because it'll pay off. For sure. Kevin? Yeah, mine would be um, realizing who who you're playing for, um, who the people that, you know, are truly by your side every day and really wants you, you know, succeed in life. Uh, not just in the soccer part, but also in the outside life. Um, and then from the soccer soccer side, I would say, just like Greeny said, um, you know, the sacrifices are what makes you a player that you are today. And it just gives you that much more, you know, motivation, confidence to, you know, the next time you step on the field, you know, you don't have that, you know, that party jitters or from the night before, you know, you have that, you know, that's that sleep that you had, that you, that you uh, that you chose over a party or, um, or like a lot of kids our age are, you know, big into drinking or smoking and all of that. And, and what I know is that none of us done any of that. And that's what makes us different from most kids. Gotcha. Well, you heard it here first, three of the young up and coming talents in the league. You guys can check them out next season. Uh, hopefully Greeny will make that jump to the first team and we can see all three of you out there at, at some point next season. But, um, definitely keep an eye out for these guys and I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. Bye everybody. Thank you. Thanks.